0: Sign up today at ButcherBox.com Sleepy and use code Sleepy to choose your free-for-a-year offer. Plus, get $20 off your first order. ButcherBox.com Sleepy. Eat well, sleep well.
1: Imagine unlocking a version of yourself that's unstoppable, where mental barriers no longer hold you back. Listen to Mentally Stronger with me, Subscribe to Mentally Stronger with Therapist Amy Morin, available wherever you love to listen to podcasts.
0: Hey, my name's Otis Gray, and you're listening to Sleepy, a podcast where I read old books to help you get to sleep, and a proud member of the Airwave Podcast Network. I have got a wonderful, snoozy bedtime story for you tonight, but before we get to tonight's reading, I just want to thank all of our patrons on Patreon.com. Leah K.B., Brandon Allen, Rob Villeen, Mary Farnsworth, Kate Murphy, Lisa Merrifield, and Emily. Thank you all so, so much for donating and being a part of making this show. And for anyone who doesn't know, all of these names that I just read are wonderful new patrons of the Sleepy Podcast on Patreon.com, where you can go and support the show if it helps you get to sleep. Even a dollar goes a really long way, and at $5 a month, you get cool perks like uh, access to our exclusive poetry feed, where I send you exclusive poetry readings every month just for donating. And actually, tonight's episode is going to feature some of those poetry readings that you might get if you're a $5 patron. You also get entered into all of our raffles where I give away the books that I read on the show. No matter how much you give, I will read your name in the opening credits of the next show after you do. So, if you'd like to be a part of Making the Sleepy Podcast go to patreon.com slash sleepy radio thank you and as always the music you're hearing is by my good friend James Lebkowski and the cover up for Sleepy is by Gracie Kana. well the year is coming down to an end and wow what a year it has been I can uh I can relate to a lot of you being very exhausted at the end of this year. Uh, And I really hope the turning of the year brings you some much-needed deep, deep sleep as we look forward to something different than whatever this last year was. It was definitely a lot, (laughs) that's for sure. Uh, It was definitely challenging, but I... I learn more about myself and about people that I love and about the world and about everything, probably more so than I have in any year of my life. And as this year rounds out to an end, I'm feeling very mushy and grateful for all of it, no matter how challenging and insane it has been. So with that, I want to wish you A happy new year. And I hope... This January 1st is... More exciting than all the ones before it. Because I think more than ever... This is going to be a day that... The idea of a fresh star... Is going to really propel us through the year. Well tonight... I'm actually going to be featuring... A wonderful poem... That was featured on our exclusive Patreon feed As there are a lot of you asking what those poetry readings sound like Well tonight I'm going to be reading The Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner A text from 1834 by Samuel Taylor Coleridge The poem will play through once and then it will repeat itself So you can stay dozed off into a deep deep sleep I really love doing the poetry readings for the Patreon feed because just the melodic, rhythmic tone of poems, especially like this one, which I very much enjoy, is just really, really nice to fall asleep to. It's kind of like a metronome. So if you want more poetry readings like this one, consider becoming a patron. Patreon.com SleepyRadio poetry reading you're about to hear, is what I send you uh, as an extra thank you every month just for donating. So tonight, The Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner by Samuel Taylor Coleridge. And now is the time for you to fluff up your pillow just how you like it. Feel yourself melt into your bed. Get real comfortable. Close your eyes. And let me read to you. Part One It is an ancient mariner, and he stoppeth one of three. By thy long grey beard and glittering eye, now wherefore stopped thou me. The bridegroom's doors are open wide, and I am next of kin. The guests are met, the feast is set, mayst hear the merry din. He holds him with a skinny hand. There was a ship, quoth he hold off, unhand me gray-beard loon as his hand dropped he he holds him with his glittering eye the wedding guest stood still and listened like a three years child the mariner hath his will the wedding guest sat on a stone he cannot choose but hear and thus spake on that ancient man the bright-eyed mariner. The ship was cheered, the harbor cleared, merrily did we drop, below the kirk, below the hill, below the lighthouse top. The sun came up upon the left, out of the sea came he, and he shone bright, and on the right went down into the sea. Higher and higher every day, till over the mast at noon, The wedding guest here beat his breast, for he heard the loud bassoon. The bride hath paced into the hall, red as a rose is she, Nodding their heads before her goes the merry minstrelsy. The wedding guest he beat his breast, yet he cannot choose but hear, and thus spake on that ancient man, the bright-eyed mariner. And now the storm blast came, and he was tyrannous and strong. He struck with his air-taking wings and chased us south along. With sloping mass and dipping prow, As who pursued with yell and blow, Still treads the shadow of his foe, And forward to bend his head. The ship drove fast, Loud roared the blast, And southward, hey, we fled. And now there came both mist and snow, And it grew wondrous cold, And ice, mast high, came floating by As green as emerald And through the drifts, the snowy cliffs Did send a dismal sheen Nor shapes of men, nor beasts we can The ice was all between The ice was here, the ice was there The ice was all around It cracked and growled, and roared and howled, like noises in a swound. At length they'd cross an albatross, thorough the fog it came, as if it had been a Christian soul, we hailed it in God's name. It ate the food it ne'er had ate, and round and round it flew the ice did split where the thunder fit the helmsman steered us through. And a good south wind sprung up behind, the albatross did follow. And every day, for food or play, came to the mariner's hollow. mist or Cloud, on or shroud, It perched for vespers nigh. Whilst all the night, through fog smoke white, Glimmered the white moonshine. God save thee, ancient mariner, From the fiends that plague thee thus. Why lookest thou so? With my crossbow I shot the albatross. Part two The sun now rose upon the right, out of the sea came he, still hid in mist, and on the left went down into the sea. And the good south wind still blew behind, but no sweet bird did follow, nor any day for food or play came to the mariner's hollow. And I had done a hellish thing, And it would work em woe. For all averred I had killed the bird That made the breeze to blow. Ah, wretch, said they, The bird to slay That made the breeze to blow. Nor dim, nor red, Like God's own head, The glorious sun of Then all averred I had killed the bird, That brought the fog and mist. T'was right, said they. Such birds to slay. That bring the fog and mist. The fair breeze blew. The white foam flew. The furrow followed free. We were the first that ever burst into that silent sea. Down dropped the breeze, the sails dropped down, twas sad as sad could be, and we did speak, only to break, the silence of the sea. All in a hot and copper sky, the bloody sun at noon, right up above the mast did stand, no bigger than the moon. Day after day, day after day, we stuck, nor breath nor motion, as idle as a painted ship upon a painted ocean. Water, water everywhere, and all the boards did shrink, water, water everywhere, nor any drop to drink. The very deep did rot, O Christ, That ever this should be. Yea, slimy things did crawl with legs Upon the slimy sea. About, about, and reel and row, The death fires danced at night, The water, like a witch's oils, Burnt green and blue and white. And some in dreams assured were of the spirit that plagued us so Nine fathom deep He followed us From the land of mist and snow And every tongue through utter drought Was withered at the rue We could not speak No more than if we had been choked With soot su- Ah well a day What evil looks Had I from old and young Instead of the cross, the albatross about my neck was hung. Part 3 There passed a weary time. Each throat was parched and glazed each eye. A weary time, a weary time. glazed each weary eye. When looking westward, I beheld a something in the sky. At first it seemed a little speck, and then it seemed a mist. It moved and moved, and took at last a certain shape I whist. A speck, a mist, a shape I whist, and still it neared and neared, as if it dodged a water sprite. It plunged and tacked and veered. With throats unslaked, with black lips baked, we could nor laugh nor wail. The rudder drow, all dumb we stood. I bit my arm, I sucked the blood, and cried, a sail, a sail. With throats unslaked, with black lips baked, Agape they heard me call, Gramercy, they for joy did grin, And all at once their breath drew in, as they were drinking all. See, see, I cried, she tacks no more, hither to work us wheel, Without a breeze, without a tide, she steadies with upright keel, The western way was all aflame, the day was well nigh done. Almost upon a western way rested the broad, bright sun. When that strange shape drove suddenly betwixt us and the sun, and straight the sun was flecked with bars, Heaven's Mother, send us grace. As if through a dungeon grey he peered, with broad and burning face. Alas thought I. And my heart beat loud. How fast she nears and nears. Are those her sails that glance in the sun. Like restless gossamers. Are those her ribs. Through which the sun did peer. As through a great. And what is that woman, all her crew? Is that a death? And are there two? Is death that woman's mate? Her lips are red. Her looks were free. Her locks were yellow as gold. Her skin was as white as leprosy. The nightmare, life, and death was she who thicks man's blood with cold The naked hulk alongside came, and the twain were casting dice. The game is done, I've won, I've won, Quoth she, and two whistles thrice. The sun's rim dips, the stars rush out, at one stride comes the dark. With far heard whisper o'er the sea, offshot the specter bark. We listened and looked sideways up, fear at my heart as at a cup, my life blood seemed to sip. The stars were dim and thick the night. The steersman's face by his lamp gleamed white. From the sails the dew did drip, Till calm above the eastern bar, the horned moon with one bright star within the nether tip. One after one, by the star-dog-moon, too quick for groan or sigh. Each turned his face with a ghastly pang, and cursed me with his eye. Four times fifty a living man, and I heard nor sigh, nor groan. With heavy thump, a lifeless lump, they dropped down one by one. The souls did from their bodies fly, they fled to bliss or woe, and every soul that passed me by like the whiz of my crossbow. Part five I fear thee, ancient mariner, I fear thy skinny hand, and thou art long and lank and brown. As the ribbed sea sand. I fear thee, and thy glittering eye, and thy skinny hand so brown. Fear not, fear not, thou wedding guest, this body drops not down. Alone, alone, all, all alone, alone on the wide, wide sea, and never a saint took pity on my soul in agony to many men so beautiful and they all dead did lie and a thousand thousand slimy things lived on and so did I I looked up upon the rotting sea and drew my eyes away I looked upon the rotting deck And there the dead man lay. I looked to heaven and tried to pray, But, wherever a prayer had gushed, A wicked whisper came, And made my heart as dry as dust. I closed my lids, and kept them close, And the balls like pulses beat. For the sky, and the sea, and the sea, and the sky, lay dead like a load on my weary eye, and the dead were at my feet. The cold sweat melted from their limbs, nor rot nor reek did they. The look with which they looked on me had never passed away. An orphan's curse would drag to hell a spirit from on high. But oh, more horrible than that, is the curse in a dead man's eye. Seven days. Seven nights. I saw that curse. And yet I could not die. The moving moon went off the sky. And nowhere did it abide. Softly she was going up. And a star or two beside. Her beams bemocked the sultry mane. Like April hoar frost spread. But where the ship's huge shadow lay, The charming water burnt away, A still and awful red. Beyond the shadow of the ship, I watched the water snakes. They moved in tracks of shining white, And when they reared, The elfish light fell off in hoary flakes. Within the shadow of the ship, I watched their rich attire. Blue, glossy green, and velvet black, they coiled and swam, and every track was a flash of golden fire. Oh, happy living things, no tongue their beauty might declare. A spring of love gushed from my heart, and I blessed them unaware. Sure, my kind saint took pity on me, and I blessed them unaware. The self-same moment I could pray, and from my neck so free, the albatross fell off and sank like lead into the sea. Part 5 Oh, sleep. It is a gentle thing, beloved from pole to pole. To Mary Queen the praise be given. She sent the gentle sleep from heaven that slid into my soul. The silly buckets on the deck that had so long remained. I dreamt that they were filled with dew, and when I awoke it rained. My lips were wet, my throat was cold, my garments were all dank. Sure, I had drunken in my dreams, and still my body drank. I moved and could not feel my limbs, I was so light, almost. I thought I had died in sleep and was a blessed ghost. And soon I heard a roaring wind. It did not come near, but with its sound it shook the sails, that were so thin and sere. The upper air burst into life, and a hundred fire-flag sheen. To and fro they hurried about, and to and fro and in and out the wan stars danced between. And the coming wind did roar more loud, and the sails did sigh like sedge, and the rain poured down from one black cloud, the moon was at its edge. The thick black cloud was clapped, and still the moon was at its side. Like water shot from some high crag, the lightning fell. With never a jag, a river steep and wide. The loud wind never reached the ship. Yet now the ship moved on. Beneath the lightning and the moon, the dead men gave a groan. They groaned, they stirred, they all uprose, nor spake, nor moved their eyes. It had been strange, even in a dream. To have seen those dead men rise. The helmsman steered. The ship moved on. Yet never a breeze up blew. The mariners all again worked the ropes. Where they were wont to do. They raised their limbs. Like lifeless tools. We were a ghastly crew. The body of my brother's son stood by me knee to knee. The body and I pulled out one rope, and he said not to me. I fear the ancient mariner, be calm thou wedding guest. Twas not those souls that fled in pain, which to their courses came again, but a troop of spirits blessed. For when it dawned they dropped their arms and clustered round the mast. Sweet sounds rose slowly through their mouths and from their bodies passed. Around, around, flew each sweet sound, then darted to the sun. Slowly the sounds came back again, now mixed one by one. Sometimes a dropping from the sky, I heard the Skylark sing. Sometimes all little birds that are, how they seem to fill the sea and air with their sweet jargony. And now, it was like all instruments, now like a lonely flute. And now it is an angel's song that makes the heavens be mew. It ceased, yet still the sails made on a pleasant noise till moon, a noise like of a hidden brook in a leafy month of June, that to the sleeping woods all night singeth a quiet tune. Till noon we quietly sailed on, yet never a breeze did breathe. Slowly and smoothly went the ship moved onward from beneath. Under the keel, nine fathom deep, from the land of mist and snow, the spirits slid, and it was he that made the ship to go. The sails at noon left off their tune, and the ship stood still also. The sun, right up above the mast, and fixed her to the ocean, but in a minute she gained stir, her with a short, uneasy motion. Backwards and forwards, half her length, with a short, uneasy motion. Then, like a pawing horse let go, she made a sudden bound. It flung the blood into my head, and I fell down in a swound. How long in that same fit I lay, I have not to declare. But ere my life return, I heard in my soul discern, two voices in the air. Is it he, quoth one, is this the man, by whom had died on cross? With his cruel bow he laid full low, this harmless albatross. the spirit who bideth by himself in the land of mist and snow. He loved the bird that loved the man who shot him with his bow. The other was a softer voice, as soft as honeydew. Quoth he, the man hath penance done, and penance more will do. It is an ancient mariner, and he stoppeth one of three. By thy long gray beard and glittering eye, now wherefore stopped thou me? The bridegroom's doors are opened wide, and I am next of kin. The guests are met, the feast is set, mayst hear the merry din. He holds him with a skinny hand. There was a ship. Quoth he Hold off Unhand me beard loon As soon his hand Dropped he He holds him With his glittering eye The wedding guest Stood still And listened Like a three years child The mariner Hath his will The wedding guest Sat on a stone He cannot choose But hear and thus spake on that ancient man the bright-eyed mariner. The ship was cheered, the harbor cleared, merrily did we drop, below the kirk, below the hill, below the lighthouse top. The sun came up upon the left, out of the sea came he, and he shone bright, and on the right, When down into the sea. Higher and higher every day. Till over the mast at noon. The wedding guest here beat his breast. For he heard the loud bassoon. The bride hath paced into the hall. Red as a rose is she. Nodding their heads before her ghost. The merry minstrelsy. The wedding guest, he beat his breast, yet he cannot choose but hear, and thus spake on that ancient man, the bright eyed mariner. And now the storm blast came, and he was tyrannous and strong. He struck with his ear taking wings. And chased us south along. With sloping mass and dipping prow, As who pursued with yell and blow, Still treads the shadow of his foe, And forward to bend his head. The ship drove fast, Loud roared the blast, And southward, aye hey, we fled. And now there came both mist and snow, and it grew wondrous cold, and ice, massed high, came floating by, as green as emerald. And through the drifts, the snowy cliffs, did send a dismal sheen, nor shapes of men, nor beasts we can, the ice was all between. The ice was here, the ice was there, the ice was all around. It cracked and growled and roared and howled like noises in a swound. At length did cross an albatross. Thorough the fog it came. As if it had been a Christian soul, we hailed it in God's name. It ate the food it ne'er had ate. And round and round it flew The ice did split Where the thunder fit The helmsman steered us through And a good south wind sprung up behind The albatross did follow And every day, for food or play Came to the mariner's hollow In mist or cloud, mast or shroud, it perched for vespers nine, Whilst all the night, through fog smoke white, glimmered the white moonshine. God save thee, ancient mariner, from the fiends that plague thee thus. Why lookest thou so? With my crossbow I shot the albatross. Part Two The sun now rose upon the right, out of the sea came he, still hid in mist, and on the left went down into the sea. And the good south wind still blew behind, but no sweet bird did follow, nor any day for food or play came to the mariner's hollow. And I had done a hellish thing, and it would work em woe for all averred I had killed the bird that made the breeze to blow. Ah, wretch said they the bird to slay that made the breeze to blow, nor dim nor red, like God's own head, the glorious sun abreast, then all averred I had killed the bird. That brought the fog and mist. T'was right, said they. Such birds to slay. That bring the fog and mist. The fair breeze blew. The white foam flew. The furrow followed free. We were the first that ever burst into that silent sea. Down dropped the breeze, the sails dropped down. T'was sad as sad could be. And we did speak, only to break, the silence of the sea. All in a hot and copper sky, the bloody sun at noon. Right up above the mast did stand, no bigger than the moon. Day after day, day after day, we stuck, nor breath, nor motion, as idle as a painted ship upon a painted ocean. Water, water, everywhere, and all the boards did shrink. Water, water, everywhere, nor any drop to drink. The very deep did rot, O oh, Christ, that ever this should be, yea, slimy things did crawl with legs upon the slimy sea about about and reel and row, the death-fires danced at night, the water like a witch's oils, burnt green and blue and white, and some in dreams assured were. Of the spirit that plagued us so. Nine fathom deep he followed us From the land of mist and snow. And every tongue throughout our drought Was withered at the root. We could not speak, No more than if we had been choked with so. Ah, well-a-day, What evil looks had I from old and young Instead of the cross, the albatross about my neck was hung. Part 3 There passed a weary time. Each throat was parched and glazed each eye. A weary time, a weary time. Outglazed each weary eye. When looking westward, I beheld a something in the sky. At first it seemed a little speck, and then it seemed a mist. It moved and moved, and took at last a certain shape, I whist. A speck, a mist, a shape, I whist. And still it neared and neared, as if it dodged a water sprite. It plunged and tacked and veered. With throats unslaked, with black lips baked, We could nor laugh nor wail. The a drow, all dumb we stood. I bit my arm, I sucked the blood, And cried, a sail!" A sail. With throats unslaked, with black lips baked, Agape they heard me call, Gramercy, they for joy did grin, And all at once their breath drew in, as they were drinking all. See, see, I cried, she tacks no more, hither to work us wheel, Without a breeze, without a tide, she steadies with upright keel, The western way was all aflame The day was well nigh done Almost upon a western way Rested the broad, bright sun When that strange shape drove suddenly Betwixt us and the sun And straight the sun was flecked with bars Heaven's mother, send us grace As if through a dungeon grey he peered with broad and burning face. Alas, thought I, and my heart beat loud, how fast she nears and nears. Are those her sails that glance in the sun like restless gossamers? Are those her ribs through which the sun did peer as through a great And what is that woman, all her crew? Is that a death? And are there two? Is death that woman's mate? Her lips are red. Her looks were free. Her locks were yellow as gold. Her skin was as white as leprosy. The nightmare, life, and death was she who thicks man's blood with cold. The naked hulk alongside came, and the twain were casting dice. The game is done, I've won, I've won, quoth she, and she whistles thrice. The sun's rim dips, the stars rush out, at one stride comes the dark. With far heard whisper o'er the sea, offshot the spectre bark. We listened and looked sideways up. Fear at my heart as at a cup. My life blood, seemed to sip. The stars were dim and thick the night. The steersman's face by his lamp gleamed white. From the sails the dew did drip. Till calm above the eastern bar, the horned moon with one bright star within the nether tip. One after one, by the star dogged moon, too quick for groan or sigh. Each turned his face with a ghastly pang, and cursed me with his eye. Four times fifty a living man, and I heard nor sigh, nor groan. With a heavy thump, a lifeless lump, they dropped down one by one. The souls did from their bodies fly. They fled to bliss or woe. And every soul that passed me by. Like the whiz of my crossbow. Part 5 I fear thee, ancient mariner. I fear thy skinny hand. And thou art long and lank and brown. As the ribbed sea sand. I fear thee, and thy glittering eye, and thy skinny hand so brown. Fear not, fear not, thou wedding guest, this body drops not down. Alone, alone, all, all alone, alone on the wide, wide sea, and never a saint took pity on my soul in agony. To many men so beautiful and they all dead did lie and a thousand thousand slimy things lived on and so did I. I looked up upon the rotting sea and drew my eyes away. I looked upon the rotting deck and there the dead men lay. I looked to heaven and tried to pray, But, wherever a prayer had gushed, A wicked whisper came and made my heart as dry as dust. I closed my lids and kept them close, And the balls like pulses beat, For the sky and the sea and the sea and the sky lay dead like a load on my weary eye, and the dead were at my feet. The cold sweat melted from their limbs, nor rot nor reek did they. The look with which they looked on me had never passed away. An orphan's curse would drag to hell a spirit from on high. But oh, more horrible than that, is the curse in a dead man's eye. Seven days. Seven nights. I saw that curse. And yet I could not die. The moving moon went off the sky. And nowhere did abide. Softly she was going up. And a star or two beside. Her beams bemocked the sultry mane. Like April hoarfrost spread. But where the ship's huge shadow lay, The charming water burnt all way, A still and awful red. Beyond the shadow of the ship, I watched the water snakes. They moved in tracks of shining white, And when they reared, The elfish light fell off in hoary flakes. Within the shadow of the ship, I watched their rich attire. Blue, glossy green, and velvet black, they coiled and swam, and every track was a flash of golden fire. O happy living things, no tongue, their beauty might declare. A spring of love gushed from my heart, and I blessed them unaware. Sure, my kind saint took pity on me, and I blessed them unaware. The self same moment I could pray, and from my neck so free. The albatross fell off, and sank, like lead, into the sea. Part five. Oh, sleep. It is a gentle thing, beloved from pole to pole. To Mary Queen the praise be given. She sent the gentle sleep from heaven that slid into my soul. The silly buckets on the deck that had so long remained. I dreamt that they were filled with dew, and when I awoke it rained. My lips were wet, my throat was cold, my garments were all dank. Sure, I had drunken in my dreams, and still my body drank. I moved, and could not feel my limbs. I was so light, almost. I thought I had died in sleep, and was a blessed ghost. And soon I heard a roaring wind. It did not come near, but with its sound it shook the sails that were so thin and sere. The upper air burst into life, and a hundred fire flags sheen. To and fro they hurried about, and to and fro and in and out the wan stars danced between. And the coming wind did roar more loud, and the sails did sigh like sedge, and the rain poured down from one black cloud, the moon was at its edge. The thick black cloud was clapped, and still the moon was at its side. Like water shot from some high crag, the lightning fell was never a jack, a river steep and wide. The loud wind never reached the ship, yet now the ship moved on. Beneath the lightning and the moon, the dead man gave a groan. They groaned, they stirred, they all uprose, nor spake, nor moved their eyes. It had been strange, even in a dream. To have seen those dead men rise. The helmsman steered. The ship moved on. Yet never a breeze up blew. The mariners all again worked the ropes. Where they were wont to do. They raised their limbs. Like lifeless tools. We were a ghastly crew. The body of my brother's son stood by me knee to knee. The body and I pulled out one rope, and he said naught to me. I fear the ancient mariner, be calm thou wedding guest. T'was not those souls that fled in pain, which to their courses came again, but a troop of spirits blessed. For when it dawned they dropped their arms and clustered around the mast. Sweet sounds rose slowly through their mouths and from their bodies passed. Around, around, flew each sweet sound, then darted to the sun. Slowly the sounds came back again, now mixed one by one. Sometimes a-dropping from the sky, I heard the skylark sing. Sometimes, all little birds that are, how they seem to fill the sea and air with their sweet jargony. And now, it like all instruments, now like a lonely flute. And now it is an angel's song that makes the heavens be mew. It ceased, yet still the sails made on a pleasant noise till moon, a noise like of a hidden brook in a leafy month of June. That to the sleeping woods all night singeth a quiet tune. Till noon we quietly sailed on, yet never a breeze did breathe. Slowly and smoothly went the ship moved onward from beneath. Under the keel, nine fathom deep, from the land of mist and snow, the spirits slid, and it was he that made the ship to go. The sails at noon left off their tune, and the ship stood still also. The sun, right up above the mast, and fixed her to the ocean, but in a minute she gained her with a short, uneasy motion, backwards and forwards, half her length, with a short, uneasy motion. Then, like a pawing horse let go, she made a sudden bound, it flung the blood into my head, and I fell down in a swound. How long in that same fit I lay, I have not to declare, but ere my life return. I heard in my soul discern two voices in the air. Is it he, Cross One? Is this the man by whom had died on cross? With his cruel bow he laid full low, this harmless albatross the spirit who bideth by himself in the land of mist and snow. He loved the bird that loved the man who shot him with his bow. The other was a softer voice, as soft as honeydew. Quoth he, the man hath penance done, and penance more will do.